Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host Stevie Fizz and balls have been bounced. Balls have been bounced. Seven quarter matches have gotten underway. It's all happening. Drafts are happening, Stato. My God, it's here. Yeah, God bless them. Um, yeah, it's a bit of fun. I, I like this time of year. It's um, Everyone's going well, um, besides what the 16 players we already got injured that we're all in our fantasy teams to start with or high up in our rankings. Um, other than that, um, everyone's going to have a boom year. It's amazing how many players in the off-season are going to be more mid-time, get the juicy half-back role. It's like we've got 322 half-backers in the competition. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I look at a team like North Melbourne, and a lot of them have claims to the role, and you can build a good case. <laughs> but um, when the whips are cracking, like there's some players that got uh, questions asked about them in the, the Twitter questions, and frankly, I don't see a way in for a lot of them. Even if they've had a good preseason, there's oh, just yeah. no world for it. And anyway, today's the adjustment show. Uh, we will be talking about some of the injuries that have happened, uh, whether we're moving players up or down, the flow-on effect from that, and some uh, things like that. Stata, before we dive into it, is there anything you want to touch on? Yeah, well, actually, first thing, I, I need to apologise to the to the listeners. I'm, I'm in a very busy period of time with work, so... Um, my ability over the next four weeks, which is not good for my draft team or my salary cap teams, I will not see much, if at all, any footy. Um, and in fact, it won't be until round four. Um, so post round four that I'll actually get to dig in. So, uh, over the next few weeks, when I find time to uh, make sure I record with you, it'll be effectively, uh, um, you driving it, so it's solo pod with some someone to bounce something off. Just for the next yeah, well, four to six weeks. Sol- everyone loved the solo pods. Uh, people, uh, we don't we see through your bullshits though, though. We know you're hunkered down in a bunker somewhere. Oh, God, only with wish. nothing but live streams. <laughs> Hashtag seasons over before it starts. So um, yeah, that's but that's all right. That's just life, right? You. Uh, you got to concentrate on what you need to concentrate on, and most years I'd be, uh, um, what did you say? Balls are bouncing um, in the uh, fantasy content, but unfortunately, uh, it'll be uh, very few and far between for a little bit of time. But look, it might, might work mir- miracles. I might not overthink things; just go on the the raw data, and off we go. Yeah, well, Stato, we've heard enough about your bouncing balls over the last few weeks, mate. Let's just <laughs> let's just stick to the footy. Anyway, you mentioned injuries. We'll kick it off through the defender line. We're just going to go through some of my adjustments. Um, as we said, Stato's pretty busy, and he can talk about maybe moves he's made uh, in relation. But probably the big one, uh, off-brand, you guys were talking about this player quite a lot. I've dropped him 30 spots exactly. Uh, he was draft relevant, but Heath Chapman has gone from yeah. 39 to 69. Not very nice, Gee. unfortunately. Yeah, look, it was a disappointment. And look, it continues his injury worries. So uh, that that might be an issue. Look, the, the one I've been hot on for, for quite some time, and it's a bit more on the, the Hayden Young move, but I just reckon this cements his real opportunity um, uh, is Jordan Clark. Um so my reaction to that, it just confirms that he's just going to be the main ball mover in defence. So him and Ryan should be the two that, that get uh, the benefit out of those. Yeah, I've also... I had Clark, I think, at 20 already, which I feel is solid. I don't think it was as high as you, so I moved him up a couple of spots. Mm. I'm not going to get into the tweaks too much. I don't... You know, you can move guys one or two here and there and, you know, 30 players could move up a spot with Heath Chapman. <laughs> so, now, I, I know you hate him. Uh, I know you hate him, um, but it's a part salary cap question, but but also faint draft one. Does this 
cement sharper position on the team. I think it is good news, and I did move Sharp up a fraction in my rankings. Uh, I think five or six spots, so not a huge move. I think it makes James Aish semi-relevant as a stream. Let's say you draft a couple of injured players. Um, he might be okay. He's, he tends to be that guy who just fills in the gaps. He's really there, yeah. Mr. Fix-It. I'm not saying go out and draft James Aish, but I'm just, you know, it's something to monitor. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the other probably the big drop is I've dropped Jordan Ridley down from twenty two to thirty three, which well, I mean you, you shrug your shoulders, but it takes no, you no, no. Fringe. I just wasn't on him first. That is yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. With this Nick Martin move, and we'll get to Nick Martin in the midfield thing, but I, I can't feel conf, confident with Ridley at all. Um, maybe in Supercoach you're still okay with the move, but Stato, I'm, I'm probably with you in Cold City. Yeah. On, what, what, uh, Jordan Ridley. What's your thoughts on Redmond um, and also McGrath? Yeah, I've dropped them each about three spots, so a bit of a tweak there. Yeah. I don't think I had Redmond particularly high anyway. I'm okay with him as a D3, McGrath more as a D4. But there's there's so many dudes there. Yeah, there is. That that's why I was concerned with, you know, you're drafting Martin. And I, I know that everywhere you go is only the talk that he's definitely going to be half back, club and all. Um but I always had that sort of uncomfortable feeling drafting a a midfielder with an eighties average, uh, who could potentially be on the wing. Um but then the other thought, if he's definitely going to get it, because there's so many ball users down there, how much is he going to get and then how much is going to be shared so it impacts them all. So, um, look, it could be really good for the football team. Um, may not be fantastic for uh, our fantasy players. Yeah, there might just be a whole bunch of frustrating players to own and that's probably why I'm okay with them if they fall to me. Sorry, but, outside merit, what's new for Essendon? Well, I mean, even when you get to the forwards, and we'll get to the forwards later, trust me, because probably, I think the biggest move, I dropped a bloke oof, out out of the 70. Oh, no. Just it said, better not be my boy. It. Well, I don't know who your boy is, but it's one of them. Anyway. <laughs> it's one of them. We move on. Uh, Harry Sheasel. Uh, I said I wouldn't mention the tweaks, but I think moving into the top 10 for Shees. Wow. Seems like he's half back, man. Yeah. There's weird language, right? But how many half backs can they have? So Colby McKerch's there, Fisher's there, Sheasel's there. Well, I don't know that Fisher's been. Fisher's been injured. Yeah. Right? So. So the question would be, if they're going to play Sheasel in the midfield, why are they sending him back there? Why wouldn't they play um, just someone else there? Why wouldn't you let him develop through the midfield over the preseason? That seems odd to me. Mm. Yeah, and, and it's interesting. I mean, I don't know if it's correct, but I, I, I heard that word on Fisher that he didn't come back after the Christmas break in in the best of ways, so it's no surprise the injury. Now... I don't know if that's true, and it's probably come from listening to one of the thousand pods I listened to that, that mentioned that. But I, I certainly haven't heard it uh, directly from the club or any information that indicates it, it actually was the case, but it's certainly what I heard. Yeah, and I think Bailey Scott's being yeah. managed or has a little nick up as well. So, Well, he's the fourth banana then. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was playing a lot of wing last year, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an interesting situation, but I just think, you know, with, I mean, she's was awesome, man. They could really... Yeah. I don't know. It's... I, I just like him. I'm more okay with having a part of a part of him in my team. Uh, now, I have switched Whitfield and Sinclair around between two and three, just with the Sinclair... Wh- Witty going up. up. Yes. Go Witty. Love... Hey, Love him. Love a witty. Uh, Joel Jeff. Joel Jeffrey's just gone. <laughs> just out. Yeah. 
They don't mention him at all, man. No. At all. No, they don't. And um, I reckon so he's what? got the goods too. So it, it's funny the the Sexton talk, right? It's um, it, it's and and look, McPherson's out of there. He's playing as a pressure yep. forward, but look, he he averaged in the eighties as a forward previously, so he's actually done it before. But um, they've obviously got Powell. They've got Weller. I know he's injured. Um, you have McPherson. Um, Joel Jeffries had a a little bit of a go, but. But he hasn't been able to cement that yet, um, and now you've got Sexton going down there. Which, to be fair, I actually look at Sexton. So thinking, looking at Dimmer's eyes, you've got a um, a highly talented player, which Sexton is. Who's got speed? He's got a bit of X factor about him, and he's got great skills. And they've never got the best out of him. So why not, as new coach, look a thirty-year-old? Good head probably realizes he's got to cement um, something new in his game for for his career to uh, thrive. Um, so I understand it, um, and potentially it might be a, a master move. Oh, Buderick is another one. Yeah, I'm less convinced on the Buderick thing. Um, I, I still think there's a bit to play out there. I've moved Sexton up in the ranks, and we'll get to that, but. It seems like they want um, pace and foot skills off the halfback and pressure at half forward. I think Ben Long's been playing forward as well. Right. And that was a bust last year, wasn't there? A lot of talk about Ben Long. Yeah, he was okay, but he just he, played he had a one shut big down score. Role. Had one big yeah. score at St Kilda at the end of his time there. Yeah. Well, well, I think we've all been like we're looking in the right spot for a, a fantasy breakout, right? Yeah. And you're trying to put the pieces together of how it gets there. So, I mean, he was, he played games. He just didn't score. So, yeah, I think we're again looking in that same same area of the field for the Suns. Yeah. Um, but they're going to have to be successful in the intercept game. Like, I think a lot of that gets missed. Is like that's where that's what the Richmond was built off was like intercepting the ball. Like, you look who, at Gino who they got Melbourne. Ballard. Ballard. Powell, can, Powell has some okay numbers. They probably need Mac Andrew to step up. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's true. So anyway, something to something to think about there. Uh, on the rocks, our sons. It's yeah, it's an interesting time. Didn't make any moves other than switching Riley O'Brien and Wits around at ten and eleven. So <laughs> just yeah, that's just so exciting. So obviously the 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 talk is Philthorpe. Uh, um, getting a bit more opportunity, but sounds like he's going to be predominantly forward, but um, bring up the percentage, which is just going to drop O'Brien's floor. Uh, sorry, drop his ceiling. Yeah, so I've moved Wits in front of Rob, and I've moved Thorpe up a bit. The only thing is we've seen Rob get dropped before. Oh, yeah. Like just cold dropped. So let's. I'm just putting, just factoring that into my range of outcomes. Not is that, is that when the coach actually watches vision of him running? Yeah, that what happens? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm, you know, never been a Rob fan, but he's got a lot of stoppages. Mm-hmm. So we're just trying to factor in the percentages. I still find it hard to believe they're going to move away from him, but stranger things have happened, Stato. Yeah, yeah. I dropped him yeah. for Jacobs once. And I think Jacobs got dropped two weeks later. This is in a keeper draft, and someone else had picked up Rob. And after that, he was averaging the 95s. It was fantastic. Well, Rob got dropped for Strawn or Strachan yeah. or whatever the hell his name Strachan. is. Strachan. <laughs> <laughs> he was anyway. scratching around. He was. <laughs> um Onto the midfield, Stato. Uh, I didn't have Nick Martin in my my ranks at all because I thought if I thought he'd spend more time forward, um, but obviously that move to the backs happened. So I've put him in at forty three. So that's an M five oh. range. Not super comfortable with it, but he's so he's behind that. Of these guys who are going back, he's about ten spots behind your Amons, your Scots, etc. Can I'm I just convinced on the volume? 
Yeah, can I just speak about Eamon? So if he gets that role, we know the ceiling of that role for him. Um, we saw it five or six rounds last year. Um, but obviously the, the move, CJ was moving up to the wing. Eamon was dropping back. So that's the talk. We haven't seen this. Um, now CJ's injured. Does that put a worry in you with Eamon's role? I've dropped Eamon four spots on this. I still expect it mm. to continue. Like They still have guys like Harry Morrison. Um, I can see a world where McKenzie gets more time on the wing. Yeah. But it's a worry. It's a worry. No mm. lies. No guff. Yeah, I've, Even if um, he starts I've there, taken but... my balls off the line with that. It's one I might react. I might react if it's real, if that makes sense. Yeah, fair enough. I yeah, it's kind of interesting because he's getting a bit of press, so I'm not sure where his ADP lands. He's probably gonna he's probably gonna have a wide range in drafts of where he yeah. actually goes. Yeah. So it's gonna be league dependent. I'll just put him with someone who I'm okay drafting if I miss out. That's fine. If he was a defender, he'd be going off the boards very early, right? So he probably went back one or two games too late to to get the. DPP. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I've got I dropped Finn uh, Finn Callahan. Oh, you dropped uh, him. Twelve spots just with the injury. Your boy. Injury. Yeah. Just can't believe you drop your boy. You never dropped Flanders. He's not really your boy. <sighs> Flanders wasn't even playing, and you were still on him. Yep. Well, we had to create that content state, content <laughs> machine. And look at them all <laughs> hopping on board, our boy. Oh, it's fucking sickening, isn't it? They know, Stato. They know. Every reporter's <laughs> mentioning CBAs in their articles now. Yeah, it's like a hot that's topic. Right. Sicken yeah, me. We, we, we never hit the mark in any high thing, but they all slowly end up following us. We're the, uh, what is it, the zeitgeist? We're that. We're that. We create the curve. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then get ditched. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so rightfully so. 100%. 100%. Uh, Will Day, get the hell out of here. You're down 26 spots. Wow. Down to M63. Yeah. So has my boy got a bump out of that? Uh, yes. Good. Not much. Good. Yeah. Um, mind you, the form. Now, um, I've seen you knocking back a bit of brown fluid in a pint glass. Now, just for the listeners, we, you were a bit hypo last last week with the, the no grog. Um, so to me, that looks like a Guinness, but can I guess it's a Guinness Zero? Yeah, it is. It is. Man, that I've is... been wanting these for so long. Wow, it's amazing. I've never had uh, no alcohol alcohol. I, I just, there's so oh, many right. nicer things to drink. I, I, I enjoy a really expensive whiskey, but I'm not going to go and get a Clayton's. No, <laughs> no. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. I wouldn't do that, right? I wouldn't do that. I tried the no alcohol wine, which is essentially grape juice, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it shit ass? It's terrible. Terrible. I, can I t- and, and look, this is the uh, the richest man in fantasy footy versus the poorest man in fantasy footy. But I went and got a nice Penfolds bin the other day. Um, just while Mrs. Stato was back from overseas. So just little gift, you know. We're, we're back together. Let's sit down, have dinner and have a bottle of red together. And I was just- bouncing. <laughs> Balls are bouncing. Yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> um, they are. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it was, it was a good relaxing evening and I'm just starting the second glass and I go, oh, my God, um, why did I ever buy $30 bottle of wine previously? Because it's it just so enjoyable, right? But that's when you just go, well, I've got to have a bottle of wine once every Three months and just get an expensive yep. one and just really enjoy it. I couldn't do the Clayton's. I couldn't do your fancy grape juice. 
Yeah, the beer, the beer's dip. Oh, I've been wanting to try this for ages, and today I just happened to duck into the shop and it was there. But uh, on a hot day or after a hard day's work, I can handle a zero Heineken or something just as a placebo. Okay, fair enough. It, I'll, I'll tell you what, man. I, I shit you not, after last week's show, on Monday night, I was so stressed, like everyone was on my ass. At work, fucking everything was breaking down. It was going to shit. The kids were on my ass when I got home. I went down the street, bought a bottle of red, and I just stared, like, you know, moderately priced at it. I'm not yeah. like you. And um, didn't open it. It's sitting in the cupboard now. Oh, well played. Well done. So, well done. But a, a, a neutral bullet doesn't take the pressure away, mate? No, no. Just the placebo effect of the zeros, to be yeah. honest. It, it, the, it, I'll tell you what, it really tastes like Guinness. It's pretty impressive. Anyway, back to Ruben Jinbi. You're you're going up. You're going, my boy, how good are you? You and Tim Kelly are the only two in the midfield after Yo does a calf before round one. You're pumping him up, aren't you? Did I mention Yo went up four spots? (laughs) So he should. Jinbi Jinbi went up six spots, Stato. There you go. That's the best I can do. Wow. Um, Sorry, tell me Windhager with the confirmed inside mid roll. He's popping up too, right? Um, Butters up from twenty to sixteen. Wow! Why? Why? Oh, is is he overtaken LDU yet? It's coming. Why do you, I got I got LDU at six? So I know quite a bit, but don't let the facts yeah. get in the way of a good story, Steve. Man, Butters is Butters on the mock site, which has been open for a few weeks, mind you, <laughs> which we haven't mentioned. Oh, yeah, and buy the draft kit. Yeah, get that's the draft our hard kit. sell. Um, so Butters went up a smidge. Wines went up a smidge from 43 mm-hmm. to 39. I, I'm actually liking that everyone keeps on playing down Wines. Um, I'm going to enjoy it. He's going to be um, sitting in all my draft leagues and quite happily sitting there as a pod in my salary cap. So I'm quite happy with it. Why Why do you think... So what do you think he, he gets to? Um, I reckon ninety-five to ninety-eight. Really, that's got to be the sunny side of outcome, surely. No, sunny side of outcome is hundred. Ah, oh, you're on drugs, man. Oh, you know yeah. when he was doing when he was doing those good scores, they were like the highest stoppage team. Yeah, they're the no, lowest. He's, now he's, he's, got he's good... not going to get back to one hundred and ten. I, I acknowledge that he's a mid nineties guy. Ah, I reckon. I reckon like ninety-two. I'm I'm getting him at um, M5 and M6s. That's nice. Yeah, he's not going. He's not going off the board high in drafts. No, he's he's probably a good value. Um, but I, I think 39's a fair spot, and I'll end up with him enough. Yeah. Um, well, you've Mills got him at went... you've got him at M4, and I'm getting him at M5 and M6s. Yeah, that's 100 percent good value. I would have thought good so. Value. Yeah. Um, Callum Mills have dropped all the way down to 67 from 46. Just that injury seems worse than good. Yeah. Still taking him over Ruben Ginny, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like amazing. Carl um, Carl Amon down four spots. Uh, and David yeah. Swallow is out of there. Out of there. He's oh, that's be cool. Out of the goddamn best 22 at the Gold Coast Suns. Uh, you reckon he is? I reckon at some point this year he will be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably fair. But you've got to think with um, with his work rate, um, Dimmer's been a bit of an old guy's man, isn't he? Sort of. But, yeah, I mean, he'll fill a role. He, he feels like a classic sub-candidate to me. Because he's not, like, yeah. I give him a lot of credit for carving out the career he's had after his injuries and, Sticking fat and all that sort of thing. Yeah. He doesn't... I wouldn't say he brings a heap of pressure. Didn't he have a knee injury that said was never going to improve? He's going to have to play yeah. through it. Like, for six years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was devastating. Good, um, great, say he's got, brave soldier. 100%. 100%. Yeah. You know, give him a lot of credit, like I said. Um, and and, and your chief is going to get booted out. Um, <laughs> well, for fantasy... <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I actually yeah, think right. he finished uh, this, sorry, uh, hashtag off-brand. 
I reckon he was sitting in my defensive line at the end of season 2022 because he was defender status. He's had a couple statuses over the years. Yeah. But I don't know that he's fast enough anymore. Probably doesn't bring good pressure. Probably doesn't have good enough foot skills. You you want you sure want your boy in first. Yes. Yeah. You, Flanders, Rao, Anderson, Took all need to be in that guts before him. Hundred percent. And Humphrey. Yeah. Yeah. See the Humpy. Hump Daddy nickname's taken off, which I'm starting he's, to distance myself from. Hump, hump Daddy. His balls will be dancing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyway, speaking of my boy Flanders, he is you now started the, F, the F1. Yeah, well played. Has to be, doesn't he? Yeah. So F1 and we got um, our boy D2. So that's that's a good get. Wait, what? What's going Whitty. on? So Witty got D2, which is the right position yep. for him. He's not going to beat Dacos. Um, no. But... His uh, second banana and um, Flanders F one spot on. Yeah. I've been I've so just... cold. So I'm so cold on McRae. I just I just don't see how he gets back in the CBAs. If he's out in the wing, he's not your go to person. They could probably you probably think they're going to change a few things, but him going back in the CBAs ain't it. Yeah. It's, you're probably right. You probably I've still got him in F two, but his history says we've got to show him some respect. But he doesn't deserve that respect with the, the without having the right role. It's starting to look bad, man. Ben booted out of the leadership and the injury. Yeah, even if it's minor. And bad them signs. talking up harms. Actually, speaking of which, oh, we haven't got to forwards yet, have we? Sorry. This is forwards. Yeah, sorry. Harms. You moved him up with all the arms, man. I'm not just, I can't do it. He's such a jag. He's such a jag. There's an 80 average coming his way. Yeah, it could be, man. It could be. Someone has to score, right? Yeah. Um, So Dylan Moore with the glandular fever has dropped four spots for me, down to 13. I wasn't hot on Dylan Moore. In the first place. Can I ask you a question, Steve? So let's pretend you're not the poorest man in fantasy football and you had the choice of um, any British car that you could purchase. I'm just guessing, with you not liking Swallow, not liking Harms, that you wouldn't get a Jag. <laughs> Ironically enough, Stato. <laughs> really? <laughs> I always liked him, man. We had oh, to do I don't um, know why. And, and they've got a reputation for some shoddy stuff, but I love a Jag too. It's the the curves, man. The curves. Yeah. Them, them and Aston Martins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Jags, the yeah. man who had so much pull around him, he was number 22. Ben Keyes has gone all the way down to number 30. Yeah. Uh, yeah, confirmed he's just not going back in. No, and it makes sense, right? It yep. makes a lot of sense. I still want a piece of that Adelaide midfield, but it ain't him. No. Um, Where are you situated be... on Crouch? Oh, are you a, so people seem to be really strong. Yeah, people seem to be really strong. It's not in 22 or the reason they signed him up um, for two-year extension and the fact he finished in the guts that he's just in there. There just seems to be two very clear schools of thought. I think you're talking to Louis a lot there, mate. He seems hot as... Yeah, it's look. people are either totally in or totally out. I, I think I that's just... a fair way to be. If he plays, he'll score. If he doesn't, he won't. That's simple as that. I'd rather take the risk in a draft on an Amond who might end up being a... 80 averaging winger or a 95 to 100 defender um, over Matt Crouch because I'm just – I'm not either way. I'm not strong either way, but I just don't want to be the risk of, you know, investing a an M5 for one of a, a better tier um, on someone that I 
that may be out of the best 22? I don't... I've got Matt Crouch at 31, so a couple spots in front of him, and you've got Matt Crouch at 40. 40? Yeah. Nick's even lower than you. I, I can understand. So, right, this is probably one of the big differences between draft and salary cap is with, like, in salary cap, you're just purely playing for value, right? So yeah, if he plays correct. his value, well, you'll know in round one if he's playing or not. Yeah, yeah, correct. He and doesn't end up in the team. Yeah, correct. You move him to whoever. But in, in draft, if you, you draft him, him you've got him all playing, year. You, yeah. You're um, not going to sell him to anyone. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm more okay with it than you, I guess. I guess that part of the risk profile of whatever team you build. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. But I mean, to say Eamon's not risky, Jesus, man. Well, he's best twenty-two. He's definitely playing. But yeah. you know, if he's got that ceiling, or you know, he's just a a plotter for you if he's on the wing. Hey, you know who you've got behind Matt Crouch in your rankings? Oh no. Lay down Ooh. was there, 98 average Ollie Wines. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Well, freaking swap them. Um, so can we adjust those two? Um, yeah. No, I'm yeah. pretty hot on one. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it has been built. I'll drop Will Day down for you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it was that case. There was so much negativity. I, even listening to, to Hef, who's a Port Adelaide man, um, was going, oh, look, he's likely to be back in there, but if you're a supporter, who do you want? Butters, Rosie, or Wines in there? That was the sort of language, and I'm going, the other two are so damaging in other roles. But he said, look, if, even if he gets the role, he's he's in the, the low 80s. Um, so a lot of people have been talking it down. I'm a lot hotter, a lot hotter. Yeah, I'd... I don't, yeah, apparently. Shit, man, you might have to re-rank. Um, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, so anyway, like I said, Keys is down for me. Connor McDonald, your boy. I've just switched him around with Rankin in a corresponding move, 21 to 25. So C-Mac up, Rankin down. Just getting a bit of cold feet about this Adelaide squad. Listen to that Rory Laird interview, and it was just just horrendous to anyone thinking these young guys are coming through. Yeah. Yeah, it, w- it was the, you know, I'm going to have Dorse. Well, he, he was hinting, which we saw at the end of last year, where Dorse is the one that's going to move out. So he's going to be the Mr. Fix-It and go to where they need. Yeah, which probably makes sense, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, they've been really good, those pods. They're, the Flanders one was just like, man, fucking talking up Sexton, what? <laughs> Even Will Powell's getting no press. Yeah. Except well, maybe that's the theory. Look, these these blokes have been getting injured a bit. We'll just we'll take the pressure off. Just let them play footy. Could be a media strategy. Yeah, it could be, man. It could be, and like Jeffrey. That's why I sort of like try to keep things safe, like not overreact to this stuff. Because like, yeah, man, I, I still, yeah. Anyway, it's so nice to hear it from the players' voice, right? The, it is. The, it the is. ones training inside, they can tell you how people are. And most of the time they're pretty honest. Yeah. The, the only one yeah, I, I didn't, was... didn't like, I, I, God, I can't remember. Oh, it was Mitch Lewis um, talking about Hawthorne and and the question got asked about Eamon. And, you know, so, yeah, he's training really well. He'll continue... Um, working on the wing and half back. And as soon yeah. as I heard that Lewis soon the wing? Ooh. Well Step North back. Melbourne was funny because I've heard players go, yeah, it's gonna be she's and McKercher and other people go, Oh, she's in the midfield and this is players. I'm like, man, y'all don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um I the I, I did see someone did the the scoring for the North Intra. Um, and right down the bottom, Jai Simpkin. Jai Simp, Jag Simpkin. Yeah, I go. think it was Jag. one of Pow Pow's mates. Yeah. Anyway, um, Cam McKenzie moved up from 56 to 41 for me. Ooh. I feel there is some, there's a lot of wing time, a lot of mid time available there at Hawthorne. 
I haven't moved Ward up. And the reason is I expect Will Day back. The only reason I moved the forwards up is with the forwards being so thin, I think you can get some pop. Uh, I don't draft players to trade them, but like you've said, Stato, if they perform, they can keep the role, whereas I feel like Ward might shuffle back out to the outside. Cam McKenzie, 41. That's an F5. He could play some wing time and be okay for us. We'll see. And Dylan Moore's out. That's like... There's a whole heap of, you know, outside ball winners there. Actually, can I bring up Cam McKenzie? I, I want to take you through a squad I've got that I've got to do keepers. Um, so I want to keep five of these um, uh, forwards, <clears throat> um, which would be the most in any line, but I have got forwards to keep, um, which is the reason why I'm asking. So uh, I'll go through Jeremy Cameron. Yep. What about him? Keep him. Keep him. Yeah, he's a great Western Victorian. Yeah. Uh, Myers. (sighs) Um, How many are you keeping out of these? Five out of five. Field five. five. No, I'm keeping five. Keeping five. I've got six to pick from. I don't mind Myers. So you go into a draft and your forward line is done. You're just ahead of everyone else because they're all hunting for forwards. Yeah. Because they're so thin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alex Neil Bullen. Uh, he's okay. What's the best? Yeah. He's okay. C- CB- CBAs to CBAs on the weekend, which was fantastic and a shitload of them actually. But finished off the year, last five, 81.6. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's fine. He's got a ceiling. Uh, Zach Bailey? Yeah. Yeah. Connor McDonald? Of course I've got Connor. Of course. Yeah. Connor McDonald. Now, the sixth one, so Lenny can keep five of them, is Cam McKenzie. This is a keeper. Man, I'm not. I can't look at my team and look at Alex Neil Bullen, and he can be fine, right? I can't look at that and be like, yeah, that's a good pick. Wow. So you're saying that the one you don't pick is Alex Neil Bullen, who may be in the midfield mix this year, I've who has given a scores of 140. 66% CBAs on the weekend in the first four quarters. No Oliver granted, but who else were they missing from the midfield mix? Yeah, it's a thin midfield, man. Yeah, absolutely. And and he's uh, played look, here before. He's a, That's he's where a, he came from. He's a better footballer than I think fantasy footballer. Mm. So, so you would, one? you would keep Cam McKenzie. Yeah, I, I, I like Cam McKenzie. And who would you pick out of Cam McKenzie and Zach Bailey? Uh, the problem with Zach Bailey is he just doesn't score, man. That's right. He's he's one who'll get little spurts, but it'll be like three CBAs a game sort of scenario. Um, my issue with Cam McKenzie... I'll put it like this. I'll put, I'll put it like this with Zach Bailey. Would you have kept Luke Bruce through his career many times? No. And he no. scored okay. Yeah. Fucking good player. Yeah. Cam McKenzie's issue... Is this is probably last year he has forward status. Good. And, <laughs> and yeah. But but if if he's playing on the outside as we suggested, you know, a fair bit of wing time. Yeah. What's what's he gonna average as a winger? Ugh, in at Hawthorne it could be juicy, man. It could be like mm. low eighties. Oh, you trade him, mate. You trade him. No one's buying Alex Neil Bullen off you. I'll give you the hot tip. <clears throat> That's all right. He'd score from him. Be a good bloody F3. No, you do that. It's your team. Why are you asking me? Jesus. I just could. Cam McKenzie come up. I thought, hmm, I'm interested to see what you think of him in the long term. Well, I don't know. Uh, Any Pickett. more forwards? Yeah, I think you'll play, midf- yeah, he'll play midfield. Yeah, Cosy Pickett. Up yeah. 50 to 40. Yeah, fair call. 
not not super hot. Cam Rayner up nine spots, fifty-one to forty-two. Tilt up sixty-two to forty-nine. Again, yeah. these guys are moving into the F five. They're my risky yeah. picks. Um, Riley West is moving into the seventy up to fifty-nine. Joel Jeffrey is out, and Elijah Sartis down to seventy. I don't want a piece of that. Yeah, he's my boy. Um, I, I, I can I can understand um, why there's just way too many. Um, if there's two injuries, like if we hear uh, say uh, Parish and Setterfield are injured, then I'm all in Sardis. Yeah, sure, sure. I, I can see a world where he's good this year, right? I can yeah. see that. But on draft day, I'd rather take my shots elsewhere. I'll put it that way. Fair cool. Anyway, we will move. Unless there's something you wanted to add, Stato, someone you No, want. I'm just keeping Cam McKenzie, but I'm actually getting rid of Sard. All righty. There you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm on keeping the... six forwards. That's ridiculous. But That's what hey, you I've should got someone do. trading, right? Mate, Maddie, Maddie showed me his team that he drafted on the weekend. And he goes, oh, I forgot to pick a forward for the bench. But he had like three forwards. I'm like, That's what you should do. Defenders will pop up. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You want as many shots at forwards as you can get, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Fair cool. Um, Bailey, with Dimmer's comments on Flanders, does that make us more keen to pick Flanders early? If so, how much earlier? Um, well, you couldn't. we couldn't have picked him any earlier, full stop. Yeah. He's, he's pick one, isn't he? That's where he goes. <laughs> well, seriously, where do you think he will go um, in drafts? Where do you think? Where are you going to feel comfortable in a ten-team AFL fantasy draft? Yeah, it, look, it's a really good question, and the drafts I've already done, which things like mocks, etc. Um, I've seen Flanders go rounds two and three, with McRae going early, um, as in the first round. I reckon that swaps, and I reckon he goes. Um, after that sort of language and the way he finished last year. I reckon he goes late round one. Late round one? Wow, that's pretty I reckon, crazy. I reckon he's a great term player. So talking, you, you grab a, a midfielder, midfielder and then you grab Flanders. Yeah, I reckon he'll, personally, I think he'll go in that sort of 15 range. Yeah. I reckon it's really tough. This is where the, drafting that early ruck makes it tough because it almost forces your hand to pick a midfielder. Yeah. Whereas if you pick a midfielder, you've got so much more flexibility. Yeah. It's just something you you need to, to wear to get your actual um, your, your team structure right. It's like your yep. forego. I, and we, we talked about the, um, the mock draft we did with a 10 team. If it's an 18 team, I actually view it differently. If it's an 18 team um, and you've got the 3, 4, 1, 3, I actually view it differently. Locking one of those big big boys actually makes a bit of sense. Um, but if, if you've got the normal 5, 7, 1, 5, uh, I'll be punting rucks. We had an, an auto one that took three. Um, and I could still get DC, my last on-field player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fantasy nut, are you drafting Martin Eamon as a top three defender or as a top 20 to 25 mid? Stato's experience last year preempting a Gorn DPP might be telling. Yeah, that's uh, the difference there that Gorn had the data until he freaking played forward. Um, sorry, played as a basically a standalone ruck and then get it just missed by point, whatever. But I reckon you're always better in actually drafting them on the position that they actually currently are. So not trying to predict um, that they're going to definitely get the defensive status. So I'd pick them as the M4, M5, we think they are. Uh, yeah. The only pro the, the thing with this one is, you're drafting him with the scoring, right? Yep. And the position comes with the scoring. If they don't get the yeah, position, yeah, that's the fair. Scoring, 
it's just, it's it, they go hand in hand. I just wrote they're an article. They're both mid eighties wingers. Yeah. You yeah. know, doing more on my salary cap tour of twenty twenty four. Uh, deck of DT on Carl Amon, which is just out, which people can read <laughs> on the trader side. Oh, very good, sir. Very good. Um, highlights all those concerns. Uh, maybe JT says Jordan Clark. He's uh, shuffling in the ranks, mm-hmm. probably moving up. Yep, hot uh, name. Hot name. Yeah, like like Clarky. Uh, is he in your salary side, Stato? Uh, currently not, no, but he's been Week. in and out quite a few times. Just like you, mate. I, just I'm just like being you. careful right. I don't have 16 bloody Fremantle players. That's part of the problem. Because you've got to have young, you've got to have sharp. In a way, you've got to seriously look at Fife. And I've got Brayshaw, and I'm going, my God, do I want a sixth? That That's sort of holding me back a little bit. Tough times. <laughs> Too many. Ryan. And, and, and where are they with the fantasy scoring? Third last? Third lowest? Yeah, but their forwards are all shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Tirano, Matt, well, sorry, I shouldn't say shit. They're shit for fantasy. Yeah. God, I don't want, what's yeah, his name? Yeah. Russ coming after me. Joe, <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Ryan, Taranto, massive slider based on his average. What's going on? Yeah, I've been a bit cool on him. And we just, we, we've heard Baker, we've heard Dusty in the midfield. We, and Hopper played on the weekend and played well. Um, um, Dow, they're talking about, is starting in the midfield and did over the weekend. There's no talk on Taranto. Just nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I already had Dow in my rank, so I was pretty happy on that. But, um, yeah, he's a big slider. His ADP on AFL Fantasy is 12. Take that for what it's worth because Bailey Smith's going in the eighth round. <laughs> um, That's the, all, the, all the autos. Yeah. I'm not calling it AFL Fantasy. I'm just saying. That's... Yeah, yeah. Um, BJ softened on Duggan seeing him play full-time defense yesterday. Stater, that's got to hurt your soul. No. No. No, not at all. Uh, Jacob says his whole draft team, he drafted. The team looked pretty good. Better than Cam's bag of dicks that he drafted the other day. Yeah, what was that? You could tell he's been out of the link for a while. Oh, oh, and on the cans. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the problem. And I will say um, they they didn't make the effort to, to make the... The group photos look suave at all. They did not look suave, mate. <laughs> it, it was not a good uh, advert for middle-aged men. You know what's a bad look on a middle-aged man is the basketball jersey. Yeah. The, the, it's the sleeveless. Just the worst. Yeah, just yeah. The, yeah. 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 No, skip it, Cam. Get him lift up because Cam can deliver on some good clothes. He can. What the hell? He can deliver on some good clothes. No, no. What I mean, he can dress up all right. He, he can actually do the right thing, good business attire, all that type of stuff. So I've got to be a respect for Cam there. Can't do anything about the head, but none of us can. But he can <laughs> He can wear a suit okay. Um, right. But he's got to lift his mates. The fashion he's got doctors. Be, the, the commissioner needs to have a bit of a dress standard. Well, if you're going, if you're going to do PR, if it's just your mates... And you knock them back beer. You can wear whatever. But if you're going to do publicity shots and videos, lift your game, boys. Lift your game. State OI for the draft guy. Um, <laughs> pack and send. Haven't rated or ranked Nick Watson, Cooper Stevens, or Kane McAuliffe, but have heard some preseason rumblings. Are any of them worth a late flyer? So uh, I heard Kane McAuliffe. Um, it's, it's a no, but... For Keeper of Dynasty, yes. Who were the other two? Nick Watson. Uh, yeah, small forward, so no. Salary cap, these two, yep. Last. And Cooper Stevens. Yeah, um, salary cap. Yep. Uh, anonymous. McRae is still value and worth an early pick. Then re- the reward could be huge with such a shallow forward depth. 
I'm We're just obviously not been hot. pretty cold on him. Yeah. yeah. Um, real Oogie Boogie, having a look at the top eight defenders from last year and due to injury, role, or preseason form, only one I feel 100% confident in at the moment is Stewart. Yeah. With a few good mid chances to gain early DPP status, my defender ranks relative to their value in all formats is changing on a daily basis. Good thoughts. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, people are a bit colder on Witty than you and I. Um, his form at the end of the last year and um, his pre-season just has me really high. I think Young's reasonably high, um, but because there's a lot of salary cap hype, he might go a little bit earlier than he could or should. Um, you've got... Dacos and you've got Stewart. That's um, that top group, I reckon. Oh, and Sicily. Didn't he come out and basically saw someone summarise his article and basically said, I ain't going to defend? Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I can understand the point he's making. Yeah. I, I still feel okay with Sinclair, but I understand the point. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. It's fair. Um, Arlo. Also, Flanders F1, the tight midfield chap. Dimmer talking him up is 105 on the cards. <laughs> no, no, it's not, actually. Let, let's let's actually be quite honest here. It's 110 or 115. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think with high nineties, you're smiling if you draft him. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Tom, who to keep out of Perryman or Carming? And they've both got a little ding up this week, Stato, they tell me. Yeah, um, Holmesy did re- remind me that I had uh, Cumming as my D7 last year. Um, but thankfully, I, I, um, I've got some comfort that Selby had him in his top eight as well. So I, I don't feel too dumb. And... I was shocked a little bit in his change of role. Um, I just, for those two, if they had the right roles, they'd be hugely fantasy relevant. They just haven't at the moment. So, yeah, you've got to fade them a bit. I like Perryman. I think he's a good player. I, I was off coming last year. That was one of my ones I got right. So, Well, we Happy have days. to have the You Suck show again, and you can call me out on that one. Oh, so, you know, if Selby was wrong about one thing, maybe he's wrong about LDU. Maybe he is right about LDU because it supports my theory too. And, uh, and actually, I, I, I did quite honestly. Um, I, I don't. I just analyse everything myself. Um, I try to listen to all opinions and try to be open to all, um, especially when people have got some really good data, as you do, Steve, and a few others do here and there, or theories around the, the changes. But I I base it on opportunities, game style, um, and predominantly role. Um, that's what I do and, and try to select those that have got upside. Um, and that can be naturally too that people have upside, but it's harder to define, right? Yeah, 100%. And I think this year the breakouts are really hard to predict because – you look at trade period and retirements, there was very little high-profile moves. Yeah, the, the, the opportunities were, geez, really Shannon Hearn was the biggest one. And I still haven't yeah. been able to nail that, what's happening. Yeah. Hoff, 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 the hoff. Um, Arlo, hearing the midfield talk for Baker, it's slowly trickling in if he gets a good role. Wowee, stonks up. Yeah, so I've been big on Baker, but it's been the talk, and I need to see the role. Um, so it didn't play on the weekend. I haven't heard the reason why, whether it was injury or they're just managing him and Dusty didn't play. So um, the the Tigers midfield has still got some big questions. So there you go, Taranto, Dusty, and um, – who were we just talking about? Baker. Baker. Those, all those three didn't play. Does that mean they're the three big bananas in the midfield? Oh, I love it. Yes, it must be. And Nank didn't play either. There you go. Well, geez, there's the Starting foremost midfield. CBAs. Add on Hopper and you're done. 
Maybe Dow isn't that good after that. He's just slipped down to M5 for them. Yeah, brutal. Tough scenes. You hate to see it. Jones uh, would be very interested to hear your rankings for rucks this year seem to be being faded a little. Um, no, it, God, it's just structure of drafts um, for us, right? It's if you, if you go English Marshall in the first six picks and they disappear. There. They do. I just, I, I, I'm more okay drafting a guy in the middle, especially with this setup of forwards. Like, I think, yeah. I, I'd like to dra- grab a top defender. I'd like to grab a top forward, um, which you can get in the fourth round. So once you get into round five or six, seven, and you're looking at guys like, you know, Lockie Ash and, um, you know, who's in. Who's an F in the 20? Like Isaac Rankin. I might be looking at them going, ah, I don't love it. If Nank's sitting there, if Briggs is sitting there, I might be like, yeah, that's a good time to pick them. Yeah, and and remember, if you listen back to the to the mock draft, was that last week or the week before last? Last, last week. Last, last week's show. Um, grab the kit too. You can have a look at the rankings. But um, the, that mock we found... And ten teams only doing a three four one three. The forwards were mega thin, so everyone finding the their third forward was a bit of a struggle. And um, yeah, what wasn't some good names filling in F three. The midfielders, um, so even going to forty, it started. You started looking at depth players. Um, the, the defenders seem to have uh, a lot to pick from, like people get it, picking up Ed Richards on the bench, for example. Um, yep. And the um, the rucks, as I said, I was the last one to pick and someone had auto-picked three and I could still get DC. So on a 10-team structure, um, get those midfielders, get those forwards early. Yeah, and just uh, for the Murdoch Ball players, I'll be doing a bonus little podcast where I do a draft uh, in the Murdoch Ball format against some other content creators and fans of the pod. I shouldn't say fans. They're people who suffer through it, just like all of us, uh, where I'll take you through my thoughts and how I go about doing a Supercoach draft, where I promise you I won't be drafting a ruck because, uh, man, that that format, just the rucks just score a million. Anyway, Jared uh, Sexton going to half back. Is Dimmer trying to get fired or a mad genius? Well, we talked about his profile before, um, so I'm leaning towards the mad genius. But let's see it happen first. I I don't know that Sexton has a role in the team as a forward with the pressure he brings or lack thereof. I should say. Yeah, for yeah. Dimmer. Yeah. Uh, Anonymous, please don't talk up LDU. I'm hoping he falls in our draft on Friday. Um, he uh, Steve has him as his sixth midfielder, so that's talking him down for you. Uh, the, the North sixth midfielder. He's the sixth best mid at North. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well played, sir. Uh, Toby, Riley Bonner will get midfield defender DPP, seemingly best 22, high fantasy points team. Has adjusted up for me. Soldo Sweet may be most valuable handcuff going around. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I'd be interested to see what Soldo's um, ceiling can be if he is truly number one. Because they've got so many tools that can pinch hit. So I reckon they're only playing one ruck. Yeah, that's the problem with this sort of handcuff is you're not... You can only field one of them, but the other one's sucking up a bench spot, scoring nothing, providing no value. Yeah. Like, if you're in an 18-team league, then okay, but if it's 12-team, ugh. Mm. Bonner? What do you think, Bonner? Um, no, he's he's burnt me too many times. Uh, Ed Galuccio, where are we taking McRae now with the leadership group news and how many hints do the Bulldogs have to drop him before he leaves? Yeah, yeah. It, it's weird what's happening there, right? He's 
He's just not in their future plans. And and that's why I've gone cold. Um, I think we all know his ceiling. Um, if he's playing inside, he's going to get a lot of the footy. But I, I think they've moved on. Oh, it's so hard to get there. Mm. Just let someone else draft him. That's the nice thing about draft is you can just let someone else pick him and you go. Yeah, that's there. right. Yeah. Uh, Sam, Ollie Wines. So he's obviously with us, Stato, moving him up. Yes, that's the one. Uh, the Smith Dog. Hey, fellas, I tried to buy the draft kit. As soon as I put it in my cart, a Russian porn bot added me on Facebook and drained my savings account. Now my missus has kicked me to the curb and I still don't know whether to punt rucks as the damn guy <laughs> didn't download. Bring back Cam. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I get a lot of those Russian bots too, but uh, that's only because they're answering my friend request. <laughs> Very good, mate. Very good. That'll wrap it up. We do get a lot of that. That's sort of, We've had that message, that exact message, at least a dozen times. So we'll have to look yeah, into that. Actually, do, do you notice how I, uh, there's? you put a post up on... I still call it Twitter, and I'm going to keep calling it bloody Twitter. So you put something up on Twitter, and you go, oh, four, uh, four messages back or four replies. So you open it up. There's actually three replies, and then there's a bot. Mate, there's no never been a bigger time for um, tits in bio. It's huge. Yeah. It's all in the it's bio. Amazing. Louis the master um, at it. Everything Louis posts, he gets like 15. I'm like, man, I don't know what his search history looks like. So there's um, Elon Musk has just put a post up. So this is calling out the Nuffington post, which um, um, does give us a bit of content here and there. And Elon Musk has put a post. Um, if you're lucky, history remembers you as a salad. And... He responded to the Nuffington Post, this is how we'll remember statesmen. <laughs> As a salad. There you go. Yeah. We haven't well, talked salad no. for a while. Um, sorry, Thank we, God. We've been talking about this. I'm, I'm going to struggle to see a lot of footy. Um, I'm going to be in. You're going to be driving the content. I'll just be sharing my thoughts, ideas, and try and link the information. I'll be able to listen to podcasts when I'm in the car to catch up and do my morning exercise. So we'll catch up with what's going on. I just won't get to see much. But um, we have promised to bring back the ISO draft. So um, do we want to add that into a segment each week now? Have we? Well, well what's, what's I, I suggested last week, and you said yes. So oh, okay, may, right, may, sure. maybe put a maybe put a post up, um, put a post up, and and we'll do some external um, linkages, so it could be at least three people, um, hopefully four. But put a post up, Steve, if you could, through the um, uh, not the classic overdraft Steve is, but the the draft doctors. <laughs> And just ask the fans of whether they want us to bring back the ISO drafts. I know Ninja Spoon does because he keeps tweeting us ideas. Yeah, yeah if there's one if there's one thing we need to do, Stato, it's make these shows longer. Yeah, well, we're it's, into an hour and five minutes. Yeah, it's a bit short. I mean, I do apologise, listeners. Um, we'll just make sure there's a few more topics for us to discuss next week. Yeah, the old salad draft, big, big. Big content. <laughs> Big on the SEO, as Doss would say. Yeah. All right, listeners. All right. See you later.
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.